following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burning. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word. Hittnergroup.com, that's the big website that you got to go to. Or give us a call directly at 612-627-8000. Either Keith Reno or myself will answer the telephone. We'd be happy to chat with you and help you out in any way that we can. That first phone call is all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. After that, we charge... Like crazy. No, <laughs> We're super expensive eventually. Yep. yep. 612-627-8000, that's the big number to call. The typical conversation lasts about 18 months. It does, really. It's From the time same. we start talking, and we don't charge until after 18 months. Until after 18 months. No cost until successful closing of your real estate transaction. We work on performance. All the upfront costs are ours to bear. We work on performance. Mm-hmm. Performance-based, that's the way we like it. That's the Trumpian way to do it, performance-based. Calvin? Yes, sir? What are you going to talk about this week? What do you got on the big uh, segment? Boy, I don't... Uh, I have a couple things. We're going to touch on refinances, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think we'd be talking about as interest rates are going higher. Uh, my business partner, uh, Jared, uh, locked one yesterday at 5.875. A refi? A refi? refi. Was that an investment property? Uh, I'll talk about it in the fourth segment. Oh, okay. oh teaser. Okay. A little teaser. Um, what else? So talking about refinances, talking about uh, just a whole lot of purchases, kind of the scenarios we're running into. I learned a ton this week about restricted stock units versus restricted stock options mm, and whether we can use them or not on a real estate transaction. Okay. Um, so that's pretty boring for most people. But mm, That's getting in the weeds me. a little that bit for radio. That is deep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to go through exactly how oh, it's calculated. Oh, good. And, and good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Lots of stats. And uh so just, just some of that stuff we'll touch on today and just kind of what's going on in the market and talk about uh, Trump's trip overseas. I asked uh, Keith uh, uh, earlier today uh, to to give us a rundown. I had a question that was asked to me during the week uh, about the real estate season and the cycles of, you know, people always want to know, well, when's a good time to put the house on the market? Is this a bad time? Is this a good time? And and uh, you know how does the how does the year flow in terms of volume and activity? And that's that's on a typical year. That's question part A. And then question part B is: Is this year typical? In other words, is this following the normal year, or because of our unusual uh, spring that we had that kind of pushed everything late? I know in our new construction projects, uh, we seem to be running about six weeks behind schedule, and everything has been pushed out late with the land development and getting our sewer water stuff in. Uh, so how is that all working out? And and uh, so just, Keith, give us a rundown just in a typical year of where the activity goes, what's a good time of the year and, and what's a bad time of the year, if there is a bad time of the year, to mm-hmm. put your house on the market. Sure. So we were talking about um, uh, pending sales and what type of sales activity is happening in that particular month. And so I'll chat about that. I also wanted to discuss kind of what's going on currently right mm-hmm. now in different price points. 
because that seems to be the biggest indicator of what you're going to experience in the market. Okay. Because you can hear general numbers all day long. Right. That sales are up, inventory's right. down, da 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 da. But at what price points really are we seeing a shift? in the ability to look at more houses. Where's the more inventory mm-hmm. and all that? So we'll get into that too. But um, for what you were talking about there with just the pending sales activity in general, uh, it's pretty it's pretty interesting and cool and easy for us um, to follow the market because really it's running your first six months, there's a market ramp up. And then your second six months, there's a market slowdown. And that's very common. And we've seen that same course of action over... You know, since I've been selling real estate, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, you know, which month do we have our peak and which month do we have our low? Sometimes the low is February. Sometimes the low is the previous December. Mm-hmm. Um, it's typically after the first of the year. So it's typically at the beginning of the year that we see the lowest point of the year. And what I mean by that is December sales are higher than January and February sales right. in general and or typical, as you might say, as right. opposed to general. Um, and then it's June and July. <clears throat> June and July, there's either going to be the most sales in June or there's going to be the most sales in July. And those are pending sales. And I use my own personal life as an indicator of what's going on in July itself. Every year I go on vacation July 4th. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it for, I don't know, probably seven years. I've been leaving town six, six to eight years, somewhere in there. And some years I'm super busy on the vacation that I go on and some years I'm not, but most years I'll sell at least one to three houses while I'm gone out of town with activity that's in. So I'm spending time on the porch handling real estate transactions. And that's just me. We have a big team and, and there's team members calling in and trying to ask questions right. about um, other issues that they're having with transactions that are going on. Um, What'd you find this trip? I found this trip that when I went out, I sold, I sold three homes uh, last year, I went through one and a half transactions, okay. so it was twice as busy for me personally. Now, what I saw when I came back, too, was that uh, our agent Gina, our agent Fritz, our agent Sarah, uh, I saw while I was gone, you had listed you know, two, three properties or whatever. So I think that this July uh, may even outperform last year's July. We'll see when it's up. Yeah, it's July. I would be surprised if it didn't. Yeah, it's the uh, you know second week in July here, so... I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty much on par or maybe better than June. Mm-hmm. In last year, in the year, in the two years previous, June was the peak. June was the peak for median sales. Uh, so we had the most sales activity in the entire year in the month of June. So I look at our team, you know, because I follow the, the numbers. I keep track of the numbers. So I look at our team and when our closings are. Mm-hmm. And our closings clearly in June and July, those are the peak closing months for us. Mm-hmm. Well, but that... To, to, you know, we're 45 days in front of that. So that means that those sales happened, you know, 45 to 60 days. April and May, right? April and May. Uh, yeah, April, May, and June. So mm-hmm. you got, you know, your June sales are typically going to be closing yeah. in the end of July. Yeah. So we got about three and a half minutes left in the segment. You had mentioned, um, you know, good time, bad time to sell, mm-hmm. what that means. Um, if you're thinking about selling or looking for a house to buy, give us a call, 612 627 8000. Or log on to hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. You're listening to Real Estate Chalk Talk. Uh, best time to sell, I think, is always the spring market coming into that time frame. If you're looking to buy a house and you don't have necessarily a pinch to get into something sooner than later, I'd look towards the slower times of the year. Um, when sales ramp up in July, you have to note that inventory is also at a peak. Mm-hmm. And so depending on your price point, 
that is going to be an, an opportunity, a buying opportunity. Right. Um, there are different buying opportunities throughout the year for different reasons. And right now where we're at, we're in one. Uh, if you're in a certain price point, I'd say $400,000 in, in over four hundred to, you know, six fifty, seven hundred thousand. For instance, um, in the own town I grew up in, in Egan, Minnesota, there is not a shortage of property between five and seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, There's plenty of inventory to choose from. Uh, we do have buyers looking in that area. And there's plenty to look at. I mean, there's new construction availability in Egan in that price point. The homes are very nice. Um, Calvin, as you know, mm-hmm. you, you have a home that, that uh, you're selling in that price point. Yep. Um, tell me the price of that house. Where are we at? 625 $625,000 $625, for a, a beautiful brick two-story on a corner lot in Egan, three-car garage, lovely backyard, three-season porch on that property, mm, yep. right? Yep. Awesome finished basement. Things been yep. updated, you know, kitchen cabinets, but... There's competition there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a shortage of properties in that price point. This one's the best one at six twenty five. Of course, the best one. So you can always give us a call or log on to hitnergroup.com and see all of our listings there. That's hitnergroup.com. H i t t n e r group.com. I went and looked on uh, for two stories in in uh, Rosemont, uh, four hundred to, to uh, four hundred fifty thousand, and there was like twenty of them. Yeah. Well, well really? not even including yeah. new construction availability. Right. Right. Rosemount is saturated with new construction options. And right now in Rosemount, since you brought it up, I mean, you can go build a split-level home, a split-level home in Rosemount for $330,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll have a three-car garage. Mm-hmm. The basement will be finished, but it's $330,000 split-level, man. Split. I mean, prices are up there for sure. So um, if you have options and, and you can expand your price point, you will expand your options and a buying opportunity. July is definitely one of them in that price point where inventory starts to expand. Uh, another one is when folks get pinched in the winter, of course, right. between mm-hmm. December and February. Uh, very good time to buy. Very good buying opportunity yep. there. Inventory is at its lowest, however, so you won't have as much to choose from, but you will have lagging properties that have remained on the market from the fall. Uh, so that's another great buying opportunity throughout any given real estate season. But we have sold, at the end of the day, you sell when you have to sell. Mm-hmm. You buy when you have to buy. We have sold homes 365 days a year. We've sold homes on every holiday, yep. you know, for th- the last 30 years. It just seems like, you know, the the market just keeps rolling on. The volume increases. The speed increases. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you need to do it, you need to do it. You know, I had an agent in the office ask me the other day how it's going. I just said, I put my head down and just keep selling houses. Yeah, exactly. So. We'll be on the other side of the break here. Real Estate Chalk Talk, hitnergroup.com. We'll be right back. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack 